Welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. It is November 4th. It's Thursday. Normally, this would be the day that Ryan and Angela's Impact Power Hour comes out. However, that's not the case. I don't think that show is coming out until this weekend. We're taking over. We're taking over their slot. We're taking over their slot for a big, just spontaneous episode because of the news. Uh, But for those expecting to hear Ryan and Angela's Impact Power Hour, hopefully expected sometime this weekend. Angela's on vacation and Ryan has a big uh, paper due uh, for law school. So uh, it's whenever their schedule works out. But for now, you get me and Joey. Uh, I'm Pat and Joey's here, obviously. Yes, sir. And we decided to hop on the podcast just to discuss things because there was a report earlier today. I think Russell votes with the people who started it. Um, that there was potentially going to be WWE releases today. Uh, nobody knew how many. Nobody knew who it was going to be. And within the last hour or so is when the names started coming out. And uh, as of right now, if if this is it, the 18 people were released. Yeah, so big a big heavy haul. Uh, yeah, and some decently big names in this one, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. See, like, when it first started, like, in the news, like... There wasn't like like crazy big names, right? It was no, kind it was, of, all it was like kind of mostly like NXT, NXT yeah. and then like they shifted to the main roster, mm-hmm. and that's when we got some real big names. Yeah, so we're just gonna get right into this, and we'll we'll talk about um, we'll just go through the people's names and then talk about whatever uh, we want in regards to them, I guess. And in the case that there are more releases, if there are any more um, while we're recording, then we'll go over those as well. Um, Sean Rossap has already said he doesn't know if there are more coming, so keep that in mind. Oh, uh, when did he? When did he, he recently said that? Yeah, he put that out on Twitter like in the last five minutes. Oh God! So, all right um, then. So there could be more. There could maybe not. Uh, just a matter of wait and see, I guess. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's start. So the first name we got, I believe, was Frankie Monet, the former Taya Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, who put out a tweet. Um, it was basically her, Ember Moon, and Scarlet all put out tweets around the exact same time. Um, so that was our first group of people. Yeah. That, um, I, I, to, to talk more about uh, uh, Taya or, you know, yeah, fr- just Frankie. Yeah, well, she's, again, she yeah, well, she's Taya. Taya. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what's going to be here. She signed with them in February of this year and didn't debut until April and was also featured in like a, she was in an NXT women's title match against uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. As well. Um, So that's, that's just crazy. Like Fightful also put out there for a full year. Yeah. Fightful also put out the stat that she only wrestled six matches. Wow. uh, In NXT. I do not know how you sign Taya who was for quite a while regarded as like one of the top women's wrestlers outside of WWE. Yeah. She finished it up in impact at the beginning of this year before signing comes into NXT. She's already like on the older side for like women's wrestlers and is basically a complete package. And for some reason you put her in NXT and then you put her with a couple other like younger girls like Jesse and Aaliyah. And it was like, okay, maybe she's going to like help get them over. But then she just really didn't do much. And again, having only six matches, and you said she debuted in April. It's now November. Like, what the fuck were you doing? Right. <laughs> like, well, it's I, insane. Look, this, this is just, we're going to get to this at this point, but this just, like, 
for years, WWE is just like hoarded talent. And people can say AEW has a bloated roster all they want, but they're actively using these people. And as well as that, um, the vast majority of them are allowed to work outside of AEW at indie shows and stuff. So it's not like they're, if they're not on TV for a week, they can also go wrestle somewhere else. Like here, they don't have that, that, that option. If you're in NXT, if you're in WWE, you can't go anywhere else. Right. If you're not being used, you're, you're just stuck there. Right, exactly. You're just stuck in catering. So, yeah, so Frankie Monet signed on February 14th of 2021, and she has now been released on November 4th, 2021. Um, I could see her going back to Impact. She was always treated as a star there, and she seemed to leave, like, in a mutual thing. Like, they didn't, it didn't seem like there's any bad blood or anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they'd be very willing to have her back, and she also has friends over there, too. Um, or coming to AEW. She's, again, a very big name for women's wrestling, um, and she could fill another veteran slot on the roster. So Yeah, for sure. Um, she's somebody who I don't think will struggle um, oh, landing no. on her feet, again, just with how big of a name she is. Um, we'll go to Ember Moon next. Uh, this one was, again, a pretty shocking one because she's been in the WWE system since uh, September of 2015 is when she first debuted oh, in NXT. Wow. long time. Um, former NXT Women's Champion, obviously had her big feud with Asuka for that championship. Eventually moved up to main roster, did not have the success up there. Um, also dealt with some injuries and then eventually moved back down to NXT. Um, she was in a tag team with Shotzi. Shotzi, yeah. Yep. Um, and I'm pretty sure she was, was she still with Shotzi when they got called up? Yeah, so they were still together and then they just split like uh they split them. Ember stayed in NXT and Shotzi went to main roster and formed a team with Tegan Knox. Oh, okay. So um but yeah, so Ember Moon, again, her career's kind of been all over the place. She Yeah, she's been know, unlucky with her injuries. First, yeah, her first run in NXT was really strong. Main roster, no, and then her second time in NXT also I'd say not the best. Um but she's been somebody who I thought has had some of like the best in ring work for for uh, like a WWE women's wrestler. Um, yeah. Her charisma isn't always there, but I mean, there's plenty of places outside of WWE where you don't really need that. Right. Um, I, she's another name who I, I think will most likely land on her feet just because of how talented she is. Oh uh, yeah, I think she'll. I think like out of like, if I want to like really be honest, like outside of like you know. I guess uh, I would say Taya because I just think Taya is just like a short shot to go back to impact mm-hmm. because I feel like she'll always just have a home there. Um, and I'm sure they would like welcome her back. Um, but I would say outside of her, I would say Ember is probably, I'd say the most talented, honestly, who I, I see as like the highest ceiling for the women or yeah, for the women. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that that's, that's probably a fair one to be honest. Um, Scarlett was the other one who who announced her release. She just came straight out of the gate saying free to work in 30 days and then put her booking email. Yeah. You know what? That uh, one wasn't actually much of a surprise because I feel like, you know, there was like really conflicting stories about like why she didn't get called up with Karrion Cross, mm-hmm. And then there was just like a bunch of like, like you know, random rumors about her, like not wanting to get vaccinated or something. Right. Um, so that one's like kind of not a surprise because I feel like she wasn't used at all. Like yeah, in, no. In that time span, with like Carrie and Cross got called up. Yeah, they split her, her, uh, her and Cross up for reasons. Yeah, so something sketchy was going on there to begin with. So, 
Um, and then she never did anything else in NXT. She, she never reappeared after Cross was gone. Mm-hmm. Cross went to main roster, and we'll, we'll get to Cross in a bit. Um, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just uh, very weird that yeah. they couldn't find anything to do with her. Um, yeah. Or, or again, just very strange. Anyway, um, Spo- spoiler: Carrying Cross also got released. Yeah, I guess we're, we'll just we're, we're on Scarlet. Um, and as soon as the news broke about Scarlet, you know, I think it was in a lot of people's head that uh, Carrying was probably done. Yeah. Um, um, I guess yeah. we'll just go to Cross next then. Um, yeah. So they both signed in 2019. Um, so again, not not too long of a stay here in the WWE. Had um, to be like late 2019, right? Yeah. Is yeah. the fall of 2019. I think Scarlett signed before him, and then once he was his deal was up in Impact, he came, and then they debuted. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, like from the get go, they were positioned like as as top names in NXT. Um, to the point of uh, Cross was the one who took Balor out on his on Balor's way up to main roster, right? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and now now he's just <laughs> now he's gone. Um. Which is again just weird because like this is somebody who they did a bunch of like vignettes for. He came up to Raw. They started giving. They gave him a very weird push where he lost to Jeff Hardy in two minutes, and then, uh, then he's finally started winning matches, and they were all just squash matches. He started then going on main event, and then he eventually came back to Raw, uh, and he had like a gimp suit. Like with a mask and and suspenders, and it <laughs> yeah. was just like it just. And then he he, had, uh-huh. he hasn't been on Raw for like weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just I don't I I don't know. I guess they just were like ah, oh, there's yeah. nothing here. It just, just felt so weird. Yeah, they just kind of knew. I, I think as soon as we saw uh, Cross in that state, we just we just knew that it wasn't gonna last. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Cross is gone. So both of them are gone. I have absolutely no idea where these two go. Um, I, if I, From what I remember, I don't think they left Impact on good terms. So I, I don't know if that would even be a route for them. I don't see either of them really being a good fit in the AEW system. Yeah. So I don't know if they're just going to be an indie act or if they'll find their... I mean, I know that they've both done stuff in Mexico, so that could be the route for them. But yeah. Um, Time will tell. I, again, they're two people who I really don't know where they're going to end up, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, moving on. We'll do the other NXT names first before we get to the main roster people. Uh, Jesse Kamea, uh, who was part of the Robert Stone brand and then was with Frankie Monet for a bit. Um, she signed in uh, 2017 to, uh, with wwe i feel like she was in one of the may young classics so um that's what i remember her from mm-hmm. um but she's now gone uh katrina cortez is an interesting one because she signed with wwe in 2019 and very shortly after that debuted on main roster being paired with Sin Cara uh, as carolina the luchador uh, oh while, i remember her yeah okay. while Sin Cara was feuding with andrade and zelina vega and she was up on main roster until early 2020 before she ended up uh, back in NXT um, and has just made sporadic appearances. Uh, she is now also gone. Uh, Jeet Rama uh, signed in 2015. Oh, God. Uh, he is 40 years old and he never made it out of developmental. What? He's just been sitting on the roster for like six years? 
That's what it appears to be. I went never. So yeah, while we while I was waiting for you, uh, I went. I was going through people's Wikipedia pages so I could get some sense of this. So let me just pull up G Rama's uh, Wikipedia. Can can you imagine working for a company for six years and not actually have to work? Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. So his Wikipedia page is pretty short for his wrestling career. So I can read through this real quick. Uh, On June 2nd, 2015, it was reported that uh, Jeet Rama, along with fellow Indian recruit Lovepreet Sangha, uh, had been signed by WWE and would be reporting to the Performance Center for training. He made his in-ring debut at an NXT live event in Fort Pierce, Florida on uh, that September, uh, competing in a battle royal. He made his singles debut for the company under the ring name Jeet Rama at a WWE live event in New Delhi in 2016, defeating Chad Gable. Uh, Since then, he has competed several times, mostly during NXT live events. Um, Jeet Rama and Kishan Raftar once teamed up against the Miz-Taraj, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas, in which they came out victorious at New Delhi on December 7th, 2017. In February of 2018, Jeet Rama teamed with Cassius Ono to take on the Forgotten Sons, uh, Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake, who uh, are both gone, at an Orlando NXT live event in which they were defeated. Uh, On January 26, 2021, Jeet Rama made his TV debut against AJ Styles at the Superstar Spectacle, if you remember that special that they did um, for India. Yeah, 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 I remember that. And then uh, on October 15th this year, he made his debut on 205 Live. So that is his wrestling career for WWE. Wow. Um, So just a lot of live event appearances where they brought him to India, it appears. And then finally made his debut this year. And then, like on TV, um, and it appears only had two matches on TV once against AJ Styles and the other against Boa on 205 Live. Mm-hmm. So that is Jeet Rama's career. And again, he is 40. So he'll oh, wow. be 41 in January. Um, so take that as you will. I, I don't know if we should expect to see Jeet Rama anywhere. Yeah. Probably um, fair. One of the more shocking ones for me was Oni Lorkin, uh, a.k.a. Biff Busick, getting uh, his uh, release here. Um, He has been with the WWE since 2015. Um, He's been in NXT. I believe he made a few main roster appearances during that time. But he's been in NXT for quite a while. Uh, He's been in the NXT tag division for what feels like years at this point, feuding with like the Undisputed Era. Um, and then being part of Pete Dunne's faction, and then right. being with Pat McAfee. Um, so he's done a lot. Um, but I believe he is still fairly young. Um, Oni Lorkin is 35. Um, okay. So uh, he has a history on the independent scene as well. So he's somebody who I think will probably do pretty well for himself, um, whether it's signing somewhere exclusively or just working the indies. Um, he's somebody who I could really see doing a lot of like GCW stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. And then you know, luckily for him, he only has thirty days. Yeah, uh, that is uh, worth noting that the NXT people only have thirty day non compete clauses, so mm-hmm. um, a lot of these people can get to work pretty quickly if they want. Yeah, agreed. Um, Trey Baxter is another person who signed the same day as Ty of Valkyrie. I don't uh, think I know who that is. Fourteenth, twenty twenty one. He is Blake Christian. Oh, okay. That was his okay. name. 
he had been appearing on NXT 2.0 with Cora Jade as her boyfriend because I believe in real life they are dating. Oh, okay. Oh, yikes. But uh, so he is now gone. Um, Blake Christian, uh, this is another name who I don't think will uh, take very long to get back on his feet. He was doing a lot of independent work beforehand. He was working New Japan Strong. He worked with Impact. He was doing GCW. I feel like all of those places will be very willing to get him back. Um, yeah, I can, I can definitely see him going uh, to Impact or back on Strong. Yeah, he feels like a, another person like Alex Zane who signed, uh, mm-hmm. got released, and will be back very quickly. So right. uh, I would expect to see Blake Christian back pretty soon. Uh, Zeta Ramir uh, is another person who signed sometime during 2021. She's a female. I could not find like anything about her she has wrestled before well i'm i'm all i actually did some digging on her because okay on my timeline um her one and only win on was against tony storm on oh, nxt good. television good never followed up on it well to be fair tony storm is booked awfully yeah uh, so that's not shocking that the person who beat her also didn't get anything. Um, but supposedly she's a part of, uh, she was a part of Booker's uh, Houston promotion. Oh, okay, okay. Um, she was like a champion there and stuff, and a lot of people have high reg- uh, regards for her. So, yeah, I really wonder how like a Booker T feels about like somebody like that, like one of his like trainees, his like proteges here coming from his promotion. Oh, dude, he's a fucking. And then they just get released. Die hard, dude. Like, but like, how would you even like defend that? That your own like trainees that you're you're like yeah. sending in are just like getting cut. Like just yeah. like no sense. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's keep going. Uh, this one came out of you know what I'll say this one actually let's do these two first because uh, they're joint uh, Grand Metalik and Lince Dorado both signed in 2016 following the mm-hmm. Cruiserweight Classic they were in Lucha House Party with Kalisto who was released earlier this year I believe or sometime last year I don't remember when Kalisto was let go um, but uh, we just saw Kalisto obviously now back to his pre WWE name of Samurai Del Sol this week on Dynamite teaming with Aerostar against FTR. Mm-hmm. Grand Metalik had, I believe, requested his release. I don't even think it was just a one-time thing. I feel like he had mentioned, um, I, I remember him putting a tweet out a while ago saying, where do you want to see me wrestle? Um, yeah, it was a few, I think it was a few months ago he yeah. requested his release. But so he's now gone. That is one I'm actually excited about. And it, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be sad that he got released because it seemed like he wanted to be out of there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he definitely got, I mean, I'm glad that he got released because he requested it and a lot of, a lot of times they want to hold people hostage. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Metalik is only 33 years old. This oh, is wow. somebody who I want to see everywhere and anywhere. I would love to see him back in New Japan. He's done New Japan before. I would love to see him do stuff with AEW. Um, uh, there's just, again, Impact even. I, I really don't care. I just want to see Metalik get to wrestle elsewhere. Yeah. Wait, is this the death of Lucha House Party? Lucha House Party is now gone. Sankara oh Sankara is gone, who was part of uh, the, the yeah. like original with Kalisto and now yeah, yeah, yeah. Lindsay, Grand Metalik, and Kalisto insane, are all gone. Dude. RIP. So, RIP indeed. But uh, I have very high hopes for Metalik wherever he goes. Lindsay Dorado also uh, is a pretty good luchador um, and a New Jersey representative, uh, Camden, New Jersey. So I would love to see, yeah, I would love to see Lindsay succeed. Okay, now we're getting into the the interesting ones. Harry Smith, uh, in an absolutely bizarre situation, signed with WWE again sometime (laughs) this year. 
Uh, he never were we watching. What were we watching? Like an episode where he like showed up backstage. So he was of something. <sighs> what did he so, sh- he showed up somewhere. Yeah. We so he watching. Was, so he was working. So so he debuted not on TV. He debuted in a dark match sometime. I think this summer. Um, when WWE started touring again. So it was a dark match, and so people were, like, tweeting out that he was there. And then they posted a video on YouTube where he cut, like, a promo Mm -hmm. um, saying that he's back and he's going to be coming soon. And then he never debuted. Oh, God. Okay, let let me see. Yeah, let me see when this video was. What? That is so bizarre. Absolutely. This was mind-boggling that this wasn't a thing. Um, this was July 16th, 2021. Wow. Also, the video is titled Harry Smith competes for the first time in a decade, which is absolutely not true because (laughs) the man was in New Japan with Lance Archer, part of Suzuki-gun for several years. Uh, And then didn't he like wrestle like on the Indies too? Yes. (laughs) Uh, he was also in NLW. He was in all Japan. Uh, so yeah, he was released in W. Or, it looks like he ended his time in WWE in 2011. Well, yeah. Well, to be fair, other promotions don't exist to WWE. No. So but just acting like this man <laughs> stopped wrestling for 10 if, years. If he didn't ridiculous. wrestle in WWE, then he just never wrestled. Which is insane to me because you look <laughs> at something like AEW right now, where they're like they're acknowledging the fact that Andrade and Malachi Black are friends because of Zelina Vega. Like right, they're right, they're not shying exactly. away from the fact that other wrestling exists. Right, right. It makes it's, no sense. I think it's it's idiotic that WWE does that. Um, I have no idea where Harry Smith goes. Probably just back to the independent scene. If I'm yeah, it's probably fair, honestly. Um, let's see. Uh, Nia Jax. This one, another real. This is just a, a surprise. We're getting into the ones that are like genuinely really like big. Shocks to see. Nia Jax has been in the WWE system since 2014, um, and has always been like a pretty prominent name. She's a former women's champion uh, multiple oh, yeah. time, I think. Oh uh, yeah, she's. I mean, she's always on TV. She's yeah, always, she's always in, like, like uh, she's always like booked high in the women's division. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this one was actually surprising. I mean, like, I'm not a fan of Nia. I think she's like an unsafe worker. But you know, I'm not gonna, uh, never gonna advocate for someone to lose their job. You know, um, no matter like if I don't like them as a wrestler, um, especially during like a pandemic. You know, and especially in an industry that is so cutthroat. I feel like, um, but I think it's just insane if you just really look at it, right? And again, I hate to do the comparisons, but the comparisons are there. If you compare WWE and AEW during the pandemic, like. AEW, like, I feel like AEW didn't release anyone during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And they, they've they only been around for, like, a few years, and they definitely make less money than the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they didn't release anyone during the p- pandemic really, like, speaks volumes, I think, of, like, who you really want to root for, you know? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just the little things where, like, I don't know, I'll always, like, you know, like you know cheer for AEW because of stuff like that but it's just insane to me i i just don't understand and i feel like wwe like didn't they just come out with their quarter uh budgets like their quarter makings today they did they had Before their big in- they had their big investor call and they waited to do the releases until <laughs> after that 
That's such a slap in the face. Like, um, what, let me, what I can. That? I saw Alvarez put out the the number. Let me get it up real quick. Um, I'm sure it was very high. Uh, WWE t- uh, today announced revenues of 256 million for this quarter. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's insane. And then they released due to budget cuts. Uh, yes, and we, I was going to mention LeBron. that at the end, but. Uh, yeah, according to John Laurinaitis, this was all done for budget reasons. Oh, he came out and said that? Uh, of course, Sean Ross App put that out as a quote from him. Oh, okay. So. Oh, my God. That's insane. You're not wrong. I feel like, uh, the, I feel like the people they like released weren't even making close to that amount. No, I would I would not. Uh, together. <laughs> no, I, I truly doubt that. They didn't release anybody I, who I think was like a big-time money contract. So. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah. Maybe, maybe Naya. Maybe I feel like Naya would be one of the top ones in this. With yeah, money, just because of how long say. she's been around. Right. Um. All right, we have four more to go here. B Fab of Hit Row was released. This one makes no fucking sense to me. Uh, yeah, Hit Row be- were just called up. Have been on SmackDown uh, for like two weeks, and. They, they've just now cut out one of the members. And you sent the, the tweet that Ashante uh, the Adonis put out. Yeah, um, dude, Vince made them look so stupid. All the yapping they were doing. Yeah, well, and, you have Top Dollar, uh, who's been very active on Twitter. Everybody has an opinion on him, and, and disregarding that for the time being, the man was openly just starting shit between AEW versus WWE fans um, and was just actively just, like, feeding into toxicity and stuff. And then you have Ashante the Adonis tweet out that uh, a bunch of like fake quotes from people. Um, let me get the exact tweet up here for a second. Um, where he said, Vince will split them up in two weeks. They'll be jobbers in a month. Shit row. Um, please, y'all. We love to hear more fuel for the uh, for more more fuel for the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, this was retweeting the fact that their the hit row shirt was out of stock because it was selling so well. And now here we are. Um, I believe just a week later, and BFAB is no longer with the group. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, just absolutely weird that this would even happen. Uh, but now, Hit Row, who were very, like, just like very outspoken on Twitter, now, again, like you said, look like fools. Like, yeah, because they were coming like they were untouchable. And now, yeah, literally, like, I, I cannot. Uh, now I, they're down a member. <laughs> I really. Cannot imagine what morale is like in this company. Dude, I don't know. It, yeah, it can't be good. I have... I, I, like, obviously, I think there's going to be people that are just, like, really content and happy there. Yeah, like, somebody like a Roman Reigns who's, like... Roman's never yeah. going to get released. Oh, no, because, he, like, why would he... Wouldn't he be happy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, no, of course not. They're not going to give a fuck. But, like... But, yeah, it, it, dude, it's, it's probably down big time. Like, you don't feel safe. Like... Like, uh, for example, um, I think they, they released, like, the vice president of creative or something. They did. Today. They did, who'd been there for, that was like, the start. decades. Yeah, and then someone quoted, they're, they're like, you know, no one's safe, like, especially if this man gets, like, uh, released. Yeah, I mean, if your name isn't, like, Roman Reigns or any of the four horsewomen at this point, I feel like I, I you can't really feel safe. Like, again, they're not going to re- openly just release, uh, like, Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, or Becky unless... No. Uh, unless there's, like, some big controversy. But even then, I feel like o- the only uh, way that they would leave is if they wanted to leave. Yeah, they would still hold on to them. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but again, if you're somebody who's like anywhere else on the card, I imagine it, it, it can't feel good knowing that anybody could go at this point. Right. Um, three more here. Uh, Eva Marie uh, was released. We're going to go through her for a bit real quick because Eva Marie signed originally with WWE in 2013, uh, was immediately a part of the main roster Divas division uh, from 2013 until 2015, where she eventually found her way back to NXT. This was around the time that like the whole Divas uh, evolution, revolution, whatever you want to call it, was happening. Um, so there's kind of more of a focus on, on women's wrestling at this point right. um, being put on. And so she ended up going back to NXT. Uh, she was there from 2015 through uh, part of 2016 before eventually finding her way back to main roster from 2016 to 2017 uh, before she eventually left the WWE. I don't know if it was a release or if um, she her contract was up. Um, and so she was gone from 2017 until 2020, where she apparently signed with the WWE in October of 2020 uh, last year and then debuted in May of 2021 this year. Um, and we obviously saw her pairing with Dewdrop, uh, the former Piper Niven, and the whole feud that we got between them. Oh, and God, ever since, me. I feel like ever since like SummerSlam or whatever, Eva's been, no, I think she was on TV for a couple of weeks after that, but she's been gone uh, off TV since, I want to say like end of August or beginning of September. Yeah, like that was like all they had. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and so she's now been released. So this time in WWE once again comes to an end. How she's many done times a... she's like been back is insane. Yeah. Um, for somebody who, just being honest, is not a good wrestler. I mean, people will say that she gets good reactions from the crowd as a heel, but like at what cost? Because what she does isn't entertaining. Right. Um, but Eva does a bunch of like other stuff outside of the WWE. She's done acting and she's been in several yeah. shows and movies. So she clearly has a backup thing. Um, so I, I would not, I don't think you'll see her back in wrestling unless she eventually comes back to WWE once again. But um, again, she has other routes that she does. So the last two here, are two, again, very surprising ones to some extent. Uh, we have Keith Lee, who I feel like a lot of people expected Keith to be out of the company earlier this year when he was just radio silent on all social media. Yeah. Um, but that was not the case. So Keith signed in 2018. I did not realize he was in NXT for this long. So he was in NXT from 2018 through 2020. I thought he was there shorter than that, to be honest. Um uh, he was there for that period. He was double champion in NXT, won the North American and the uh, NXT championship. Uh, he vacated um, the North American, I think, and then eventually lost the uh, the regular one. Um, and then eventually debuted on main roster at the end of August of 2020. Um, he then was off of TV for several months dealing with a health issue and just recently came back as Bearcat Keith Lee. Um, where we oh, saw him so weird yeah yeah we saw him debut the new gimmick where he had the the roaring and the trunks with the claw marks and everything you know this this reminds me of like a malachi black situation where the man like comes back gets repackaged and then just gets released yeah again malachi was a similar situation we had a bunch of video packages for him that were like very well produced and then he comes back to smackdown starts a program and then gets released All right it's insane that, um, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, what a shitty year for Keith Lee, honestly. Like, absolutely. I'm sure. 
and uh, and his wife, you know, and Mia Yim. Yeah, is and the other name that is the final name we have here. Um, um, yeah, she uh, said, did some digging too. Uh, her last match, what, what do you think her last match was? I'm gonna on, go, on, I'm, I'm gonna go. Yeah. It, was, it was sometime uh, last year, yeah, it was uh, December 28th of 2020 on main event against Nikki Cross. Not shocking, um, um me- but remember, she was also drafted in this year's draft and was supposed to be on Raw. Yeah, so she's another name who was signed in 2018. I don't know if she signed around the same time as as Keith officially. She was in WWE um, a few times before that with the Mae Young Classic, and she also worked um, NXT tapings when that was still a taped show before. Um, But she came up to main roster last year uh, as part of Retribution. Um, Her and Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez then went back down to NXT. Uh, Mia Yim stayed up and was part of Retribution the whole time until they disbanded. Then she was moved to SmackDown quietly um, and never debuted. And then, as Joey just mentioned, she was moved to Raw in the draft just a few weeks ago and also never debuted. Yep. And Mia Yim is another name who uh, a lot of people consider to be like a top name in like women's wrestling um, and just absolutely nothing for her. Uh, just another really bizarre one to me. Yeah. Um, Keith is Keith and Mia are two people who I think will likely be picked up pretty quickly. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, um I see people pointing out like uh with WWE and their budget the budget cuts, um, that it's like kind of like a result in like just WWE like stockpiling like more talent than they need. Yeah. Remember like a wrong. few years ago where they signed like so many people like off the indies, mm-hmm. like Literally, like, any name that, like, had some kind of, like, uh, buzz going around them, they were like, all right, we got to sign them. And then fast forward to now, they're, like, just, you know, releasing all these people left and right. I feel like it's, like, a yearly thing at this point. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. Actually, wasn't there, like, releases, like, a few months ago, like, a big, big release... Uh, yeah, so I was gonna I was gonna yeah. get to that in a second. Um, with how many releases we've had this year? Oh, like the to- you have the total number? I have the total number. Oh God, it has to be a lot. It is. It has to be over a hundred people. Yeah, in terms of wrestlers, no. But okay, uh, remember but... that there was also a lot of apparently cuts. Like to they cut the entire like WWE digital division. Um, they the cut entire? a bunch of. Yeah, apparently, like Jesus. they cut out that entire thing and just merged it in with another portion of WWE oh, corporate. That's insane. And there was a lot of corporate cuts. Again, you mentioned that the like the senior head of creative was cut or whatever yeah. uh, earlier today. So I am sure the number is well over a hundred people that have yeah, been fired from WWE. This employees year. in general, yeah. How many wrestlers? Seventy-one wrestlers this year. Oh my god. Um. So I have the full names of everybody here. Uh. So we'll go through it real quick. So this year alone, um, we'll 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 go through this. Uh, Andrade, who is now in AEW, uh, Lars Sullivan, uh, Samoa Joe, who then re-signed with WWE, mm-hmm. uh, went to NXT, became champion, and then when the 2.0 brand uh, uh, like injured. reboot started, uh, was vacated vacated the title and has not been in, on TV since. Um, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, who are now in Impact. Mickey James, who's in NWA and Impact. Chelsea Green, who's in a bunch of different places, GCW, Impact, um, and Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tucker Knight, Talisto, who again we saw on AEW this past week. Mojo Rawley, Wesley Blake, Bo Dallas, 
Alexander Wolf, Skylar Story, who is uh, Brandy Lauren, who is in um, Impact now. Okay. Uh, Ezra Judge, Kavita Devi, uh, Jessamine Duke, Vanessa Bourne, The Velveteen Dream, Steve Cutler, who is Steve Macklin in Impact, Braun Strowman, Alistair Black, who's Malachi Black in AEW, Buddy Murphy, Lana, Ruby Riot, who's Ruby Soho in AEW, Santana Garrett, who's appeared um, in AEW a few times, uh, Chase Parker and Matt Martell, who are Jeff Parker and Matt Lee, 2.0 in AEW, uh, Arya Davari, uh, Tony Nice, who just made his debut on AEW Dark last week, Arturo Ruas, uh, who's now Tiger Ruas, um, and has been appearing on AEW Dark a lot, mm-hmm. uh, Fandango and Tyler Breeze, Sunil Singh and Samir Singh, the Bollywood boys, Marina, Shaf- uh, Marina Shafir, who is Roderick Strong's wife, uh, August Gray, Kurt Stallion, Killian Dane, Bray Wyatt, Asher Hale, Ari Sterling, uh, who's Alex Zane, Bobby Fish, Bronson Reed, Jake Atlas, Kona Reeves, Leon Ruff, Mercedes Martinez, Tyler Rust, Giant Zangier, Stephen Smith, Zachariah Smith, Denzel DeJordanet, uh, and then this release group, Scarlet, Ember Moon, Frankie, Oni, B-Fab, Trey Baxter, Katrina Cortez, uh, Jeet Rama, Grand Metal League, Karrion Cross, Lindsay Dorado, Keith Lee, Nia Jax, Harry Smith, Mia Yim, Eva Marie, Zeta Ramirez, and Jesse Kamea. Wow. Absolutely insane. Um, and somebody has put out the number of people that they've released. In, and so the talents they've released since the pandemic started is a t- with those 71 um in, uh, plus the others, it is 119 wrestlers have been released. That's insane. Whew. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, so yeah, uh, again, we just kind of wanted to do a podcast to go over the news because, again, didn't know when Ryan and Angela were going to get to Impact where they would probably go over this. Uh, so putting out a podcast kind of just felt like the the thing to make sense uh, here. Um. I see people pointing out that Hit Row's theme is likely going to have to get changed because B-Fab is all over the song singing. Yeah, that is a really good point, which uh, is going to be really... I really want to see what they, they're they going to do with that. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, it's going to be a this, generic song, probably. I would not be shocked. <laughs> um, anywho, this is just... Yeah, it's, it's all just like very, very weird. Um... But here we are. Uh, a bunch of more names released. And yeah. Since we cover AEW, uh, Joey, is there anybody from the list of releases today specifically that you want to see uh, join AEW at some point, uh, even if it's just for like a one-off? Um, I would say uh, probably Ember Moon, honestly, as like a full-time uh, talent. Um, I think she would really help the women's division. And uh I've always been pretty outspoken about the women's division too, as like a huge fan of AEW. I think that's been their like uh, weak spot, but um, I think it has gotten a lot better mm-hmm. over the this year. Um, Hello. So, oh. oh, okay. Ryan has joined the podcast randomly. So I you just say, invited me. Well, I sent it to the group wow. chat because we so were, would, Joey. Joey lagged out. Anyway, yeah, go on, Joey. Yeah, so I would definitely say her. Because I think that'd be a really big get for them. Um, yeah, I can't really think of 
anyone else. Probably Keith Lee. Yeah, I was gonna say to, Keith to, to Lee. To be smart, one. yeah, yeah like, like I think Tony Khan would be dumb not to like at least try to go after him. And if you're if you're getting Keith, I think you would probably get me as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's she. Yeah, that's fine. Those those would be the three that I I would go for if I was Tony. To, um, yeah. So those would be my picks as well. And again, like I said, I want to see Grand Metal League everywhere. So yeah, uh, I would take him too. But now that we have Ryan here as a surprise appearance. Um, yeah, hi. Which makes sense because we were talking about how there was no impact power hour tonight from you and Angelo. Yeah, we hijacked yeah, your time so slot, buddy. Well, we, what's your, well, okay, didn't hijack our time spot. Uh, it, it's it's 826. We're live potting uh, the... Uh, yeah, we'll live the pod impact. The impact while I mm-hmm. while I write a paper. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so I don't know what you guys talked about, all right? So uh, we, throw we, me we, the question. Throw me the question that you said oh. you're gonna. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I'll give you a different question just because I gave Joey an AEW question since we cover AEW. Out of the. Well, 18... no. Give me that, and I'll see if I I can add anybody else on to that. Okay. Well, I was just saying, out of the eighteen people released, who would you want to see go to AEW? And who did Joey already throw out? Uh, Keith Lee, me, um, uh, and Ember Moon. Okay, Harry Smith. Really? Yes. Give me, give me Lance and Harry back together again. Oh, you know what? That's that's not the worst idea, actually. Because it gives, um, whenever it Lance gives gets healthy, Lance something else to do. Because... Well, remember, Lance is off TV because of his concussion. So. Right, and I feel I don't know how long he uh, Davy, I guess we can call him Davy Boy again. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm sure is gone. Is, is gone. Uh, his thing's going to be because he wasn't main roster. It seemed like he had a tryout on main roster and then got moved to NXT UK and then never did anything. Yeah, it'd be bizarre if he had like a no complete, uh, no complete. I'm, assu- I'm assuming he'll have a, he'll have a 30 day like performance center recruits and, um, NXT people have. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I think that makes perfect sense bring them back together um like i don't think the only other place he went to was uh what's your call it was mlw and apparently like i remember there were reports that like he was like annoying to work with or something like that um i think yeah yeah so well he was also in all japan for a bit too Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. He was in that that tournament that they do. One of the tournaments they do. Um, other than that, um, ooh, I'm trying to. Th- Grand Metal League would be cool. Lindsay, mm-hmm. I would love because the more Lindsay, yeah. the better. Ryan if Lindsay and like if Lindsay and Grand Metal League are like cool with each other, I'd like to see them stay as a team. Yeah, because like it, all accounts seem to be that they liked each other. But they wanted more from their mm-hmm. group, whereas Kalisto slash Samurai Del Sol, which I love that name. It's such a good name. Um, seemed like he just wanted he was all in on himself, which makes sense because he was a big sing- like he, he won a singles title. Um, yeah, in a, in a thrilling feud with Alberto Del Rio for the United States Championship. Hey, man. <laughs> The less said about um, who he faced, the better. That's fair. Um, uh, I'll toss you the other question then, since you're here from Impact, obviously, yes. as you are a resident. You and Angela are two resident Impact guys. Out of the 18, who would you like to see an Impact? 
Um, so I am pulling up the list real quick. I would, lo- I mean, obviously, I would love Keith Lee and Mia Yim to show up just because that those would be huge gets for them. But I don't well, ever see that happening. I think remember Mia, Mia Yim has a history and impact. Yes, so um, that's that one's not too crazy. I would love Oni Lorkin. Okay. I would love uh, Baxter. Or, uh, no, we can Blake uh, yeah. Christian, Blake Christian, and Biff Music. We can, we can yeah, Biff, their, yeah. Um, I'm interested to see if we're gonna get more releases. Um, yeah, so Sean Ross, I mentioned this to Joey before you got in here. Uh, Sean Ross was asked if there was more coming, and he said he did not know. So stop yeah, asking. Um, that makes sense. Um, I'd like Taya to come back. Like they left the door open at least for that. Yeah, like, I mentioned she wasn't, that. Exactly, like, it wasn't like. She didn't leave on bad terms or anything. Yeah. Um, so she was written off as that she was going to jail for helping kill or shoot Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Never <laughs> forget. Never forget. Well, she uh, did go to jail. Yeah. And, and <laughs> never forget that the person who signed off on that was Tommy Dreamer, uh, saying that she was going to uh, for a life sentence uh, in Orlando. Um. It was definitely less than a life sentence. She was yeah. there from February of 2021 to November of 2021. Yeah. Six That's matches. Good. Yeah. That's I think it. it's wild that um, they didn't do more with her. I think it's wild she was even sent to NXT to begin with. She was a complete product. Yeah. No, uh, I, I agree. And I, that goes, there's a few people who I, I will continuously say, like, there's, they they are complete products that go to NXT and it's like why are they going to NXT and the the every time I ever he, like hear people be like oh the reason they went is because like they need to get adapted to the WWE style and no like they don't because the WWE style is just like is different than what NXT is and always has been and it always will be like you. Like, right. if you send somebody to NXT, they're not going to be adapted to the main roster style because yeah, you're not like used to their yeah. insane touring schedules. You're not used to having matches that don't matter. You're not used to, like, if you're a woman, you're not used to having a two-minute match that means absolutely nothing and does nothing for well, your, your character. Yeah. To be fair, NXT 2.0 is getting there. Uh, the matches there are significantly shorter. Um Specifically for the women, compared to what NXT used to be. How yeah. long um, did you watch uh, Halloween Havoc? I don't remember if you did or not. I didn't. I did not. But I okay, can, while I was, Joey's talking about whatever he's going to say, I was going to say what was, so Joe, what was what was what was Mandy versus Raquel's time? And I will also throw out that the reason that was probably shorter is because Mandy is a decent worker. Raquel is pretty goddamn shit. Um, well, I'll go through this in a second, but Joey, you were about to say something, so go on. Yeah, um, I think me and actually me and Pat were talking about this over dinner on Monday about like uh, what your point was, Ryan, about uh, some names that would just go to NXT, like that would debut with WWE in NXT after being like already like decently big names. Yeah, and there's names like uh, I would say Drew McIntyre would be yeah. one of them. Uh, Shinsuke, however, would definitely I'll, be one. Hold on. Shinsuke makes sense because he had to like he had to adapt from going super strong style New Japan to much laid back, much more laid back. Yeah, yeah. and Shinsuke, also yeah, and guess, also adapting like, to America. 
yeah, Shinsuke is one that I can understand like somewhat, but uh, you know, at the same time, McIntyre, I would also say to some extent because I, I I'll say it, McIntyre in NXT was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also reintroduced us to be like, hey, this isn't the same Drew McIntyre that like everybody was used to. Three man band, Drew McIntyre, goofball, chosen one, Drew McIntyre. It's a totally different version of them, and it's a totally yeah. better version of them. Um, Bobby Roode is somebody I would say was already a complete package could have gone to main roster. Yeah, that was weird. Probably. Um, like having like an almost like 40 year old, like yes. in your developmental. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a 40, a 40 year old who became the, uh, your world champion. Yeah, right. That's so be a uh, Samoa Joe is also somebody I would say did not need to be an XT. Oh, no. Especially as long as he was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so for Halloween Havoc, the the Raquel and Mandy Rose match went about eleven minutes. Um, okay, so that's that's longer than the Queen's Quest match or Queen's this uh, this week's TV match. Had, uh, this week's TV episode had one women's match. It was Dakota Kai versus Cora Jade. Uh, Dakota yep. Kai making her in ring return, and Cora Jade being someone that they had been building up actively uh, on a winning streak. Yeah, uh, Dakota Kai won in two minutes and twenty six seconds. Okay. Okay. Well, that women's match that you just said, I feel like that's a shorter women's match for a typical NXT women's match, like world mm-hmm. title match. Yeah, world yeah. title match and for like one of their big shows. Like yeah. Halloween Havoc is typically a big thing. Let me see if I can see what Halloween Havoc's match times were for last year real quick. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, uh, takeovers might not be anymore. Like there's yes. going to be takeovers, but it might not be branded as that anymore. Yes. Which yes. is crazy. Yeah, what an end of an era. If that's I just think, I think it's weird that like – that's going to be the end when they like they literally did a takeover called takeover the end and it was rumored that that was going right. to be the end of the takeovers and they're like no nah, it's not going to be the end of the takeovers it's just going to be the end of the original takeovers which made no sense yeah whatever and, that means yeah i don't know it's it's weird nxt is a weird place it's it... also uh Back, if we want to go back to anybody from Impact that I like, people that I would want to go to Impact. Um, I'm looking at Grand Metal Lindsay and Grand Metal League. I mean, they'd at least show like be used. Like Laredo Kid is used. He doesn't win much, but like he's used and puts on good matches. And the X Division can always use more people. Um, I don't know who the fuck. Jeet Rama, Katrina oh, Cortez. Jeet Rama's career. Oh, yeah. We had a good conversation about Jeet Rama's career where he was signed to WWE in 2015 and did not make his TV debut until January of this year, facing AJ Styles at the Superstar Spectacle, the uh, Indian show that they oh. did. And then he had his second TV match a few weeks ago on 205 Live where he lost to Boa. Boa. Um, he, is a, he is 40 years old. Nice. And he's only wrestled here. He also, his other matches all seem to take place. He's only wrestled in NXT? Yes. uh, Although he did appear at some WWE live events in New Delhi when they went over to India. Um, uh, Notably beating Chad Gable and teaming up with somebody else who I don't remember the name of against the B team. B team, B team, go, go, go. So conversely, last year at Halloween Havoc, uh, Io Shirai defended her NXT Women's Championship against Candice LeRae uh, in a 17-minute match, which was a ladder match, and then followed that up uh, a few weeks later defending against Rhea Ripley in a 22-minute match. So, there you go. 
uh, I think it's pretty clear that the matches on NXT are getting shorter. Yeah, that's fair. Um, oh, uh, Scarlet and Karrion Cross. Where do you see? What do you see for them? I don't that was know one that because we they, about. I, I those are the two that I think are the weirdest because mm-hmm. they left Impact on super bad terms. Yeah, I said like, I don't see them going horrifically bad terms with like the whole like sexual harassment, sexual assault allegations that were rumored to be regarding her, uh, somebody with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think they'll be back. Um, no, and I don't think that they fit in AEW as no, well. No, I don't either. So I don't know where they would fit. Like, they don't, Carrion doesn't fit uh, NWA. No. Um, they've already got a big generic man in Chris. They're formerly known as Chris Masters. Um, so I don't think they need that. Uh, and they've already got a COVID denier in Tyrus. So um, <laughs> they, they they meet all the... They've already got there. You can go MLW. Uh, I guess he can fit the role of, hey, we don't have... We don't have... Uh, filthy Tom Lawler anymore, so we need a new, somewhat yeah. looking white go. white male badass. Uh, hopefully, he brings the uh, the kinky cross gear too. No, I think <laughs> it, wherever he ends up, I think he's going to be bringing back Killer Cross, and he's going to be like the the hitman or like psycho again. That's fine, which I definitely think works better for him, and I hundred yeah. percent think him and Scarlet will be paired up again because yeah, I don't know sense. why you wouldn't do that. She like again. Cross is not very compelling on his own, but with yeah. Scarlet, they they make a, a solid. Are they married? Deal. They are. Yeah. yeah. No, they're engaged. They engaged. Just, they okay. got engaged right before Halloween. B-Fab, B Fab. I have okay. no idea where she goes. She was in NXT for quite a, a while before she, debut. Twenty nineteen. She signed in twenty nineteen. Right, but two years before having a match, mm-hmm. and then having I think one one or two matches. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it's not Jeet Rama who was there no. since twenty fifteen. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Baxter. Definitely, I definitely think he goes GCW New yeah. Japan Impact again. I think Blake Christian again. Again, Blake does, Christian. Yeah, fair. I, that's what I said before you got in here. Is that he'll likely do what he was doing before. He'll Similar be perfectly to fine. Singh. I think. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think. I think out of these releases, there's a decent number of people who are going to land on their feet pretty well. And get, yeah, Katrina Cortez. Uh, so I'll go over, right? yeah, I'll go over this again. If you're if you're still listening to the podcast at this point, I'm sorry that I'm going over uh, stuff. But yeah, sorry, she signed I in, got it. I got invited to a podcast, joined it, and was conf- people were confused. Well, to be fair, I'd sent an invite uh, like half an hour before this is the second one. So. Yeah, well, and I said, "Hey, man, I'm in class," and nobody responded. So because we, we were recording. Technically, it was for me. Yeah. Okay, well, invite. you should have said that. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, she signed in 2019, debuted on main roster shortly after with Sin Cara as Carolina yes. the Luchador. Yes, yeah. I do remember her. So that's her. Um, um, other than that, I think I've. I think, uh, yeah, I would love to see Biff Busick in Impact. I think the one where I'm uh, that I'm I'm very, I'm not like optimistic about, but curious to see who picks them up is Nia Jax. Yes, she's again she's been wrestling since 2014 um and again say what you will is like her wrestling but she's like a she's at this point she is a big name so i don't think that she's not gonna stay in wrestling um i feel like she's gonna get picked up by somebody i'll be interested to see who does it 
Yeah, yeah I, I I can't really name. I who. could I could see Impact picking her up. Um, yeah, maybe. Which is a which sucks. I'm like, who knows? Maybe she maybe she'll be good in Impact. You never know. Yeah, I mean, she's got the name value of being related to The Rock. Yeah, it's another step to getting The Rock back in Impact. Fuck yes! <laughs> Stop it. Um, other people, Ember Moon, I could see show up in Impact. Um, Jesse Kamea, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I've seen a few of her matches, and it's like either they're somewhat good or somewhat bad. But she's always been like a side character that nobody mm-hmm. cares about. Like, she's in the Robert Stone brand, and nobody fucking cared about the Robert Stone brand when she was in when they were originally a thing. Her release is an interesting one to me just because she's dating Swerve and then Swerve also is now on SmackDown and BFAB got released. So that's got to be like a double hit to him that like somebody yeah. in his faction got cut and his girlfriend uh, also is gone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, hey, sure. hey, Core Jade and Blake Christian are dating. and Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Um, so I saw uh, what you call it, like Core Jade put out a tweet about like all like something cryptic and people were like, oh, man, she's going to get cut, too. But that hasn't been announced. Uh, mm-hmm. That would be even stranger since they like pushed like they had her pin Frankie or Taya. They had her pin somebody else surprising and then lost to Dakota in two minutes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. NXT, NXT 2.0 is a strange place. Um, I think this also goes to the point of, hey, we're getting rid of basically anybody who doesn't feel like we created this person. Like, just looking at the list, Medium had a following beforehand. Keith Lee, following beforehand. Keith Lee also has a very, very like strong, loyal fan base. Yes. Um, yeah. Grand Metal League had a very loyal fan base of people coming when he came into the Cruiserweight Classic. Like I had never heard of him, and you were like, "Oh my gosh, this guy's pretty, good, pretty good, like really, or really good." Um, like they had, they they believed in him so much they had him in the fucking finals of that, um, and then he just kind of floated around. Um, Taya had a big following beforehand. Scarlett had a pretty big following beforehand. Um, Biff Busick was known beforehand. Um, Baxter had a pretty like a growing fan base beforehand. Um, everybody, uh, Ember Moon, I don't remember if she did or not, but I don't either personally. Yeah. But again, Ember Ember will be fine. She's yeah, again, it's again a lot of a lot of people who like fit that mold of they were established stars elsewhere, and with the whole report of uh, NXT being more, we want to create stars out of literally nothing. Uh, I feel like this makes a lot of sense in that. Agreed. Mm-hmm, for sure. Okay, so I think that's it. Uh, we've gone through all the releases. Uh, we got my thoughts, Joey's thoughts, and Ryan's surprise thoughts here. So I think that's going to do it. Um, so if you if you joined us, thanks for listening, and best wishes to everyone who got released today. Absolutely. Um, I'm sure if me and Angelo, if Angelo is on the podcast this weekend for Impact Power Hour, I'll ask again what his thoughts are. 
Yeah, and maybe they'll be, unfortunately, like, I don't wish it, but maybe there'll be more stuff out there. That's a fair point. I, I do actually have to say one last thing about Keith Lee, because I saw this article about Keith Lee doing an interview, and he said that Vince McMahon has been super hands-on and super behind Keith Lee and super hands-on with the Bearcat League gimmick. Oh, yeah, I did see that too. And I think that is bizarre then, that like if he's like being like I'm really happy that he, that he's involved with this like he's he's been super supportive super behind it um why would they cut him then if right. that was the case uh and I know there's always going to be the Nick Khan Vince McMahon and Triple H and Shawn Michaels none of them actually know about these things no the, the fuck off with that like there's no way in hell that he, that Nick Khan has all this power has more power than Vince Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Like there's no in, in no world is that an actual thing. Like there's yeah, think- there's no way that Vince didn't know that Keith Lee was about to get and Mia Yim and Nia Jackson Eva Marie are getting released. There's and Shawn Michaels knew that or didn't know that. All, the NXT people were getting released. Like they know, they knew all these things were going to happen. They yeah, might know, think... like Triple H and Sean might, might not have met, known that Keith, Mia, Nia, like the the main roster people were getting released. But there's no way in hell that these people didn't have some insight that like the people on their respective brands or property uh, that they oversee were getting released. Yeah, I think uh, Vince has done a good job of making Nick Khan a scapegoat. Yeah, and, um, in and, a way, and, like, I mean, in the Nick media Khan eye, has, because has when, said these, this. when these releases come, everyone's like, oh my God, Nick Khan's crazy, blah, blah, blah. But, like, come on, you think Vince isn't, like, also behind this? Yes. Or he, he doesn't have the final say, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like come on. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that Nick Khan has gone out of his way to like do that one interview after the big releases happen, he's like, I don't want to be remembered as a good guy. I want to be blamed for all the bad things. Like, yeah, because Vince wants you to do that. You are not saying that. Like, nobody goes into a job and's like, all I want to be remembered for is the worst things about this company. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, like you, no, Vince. Vince is paying this man to to say these things, to do these things, and makes him come out squeaky. Like for some reason, his e drones are going to eat it up. Like, oh, this is all Nick Khan, while everybody else is like, oh, Nick, look at Nick Khan ruining your company, and then the smart people being like. No, Vince is behind this as well. He just has a fall guy now. And anybody who believes otherwise is fucking stupid. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Speaking of Vince and Triple H, Vince is now trending on Twitter uh, because of the releases. Um, As the little thing says below it, wrestling fans are sharing their thoughts on WWE CEO Vince McMahon and other executives' decision to release multiple wrestlers due to budget cuts. And Sean Ross Sapp is currently live doing his... uh, like I'm pretty sure Feifel's doing like a podcast on the releases and has been quoted by saying, I would not be surprised if Triple H hits the bricks eventually. I really wouldn't. If you would have told me that two years ago, I would have said not a chance, but damn. And also went on to say that apparently uh, a lot of Stephanie McMahon's personal team in the WWE corporate offices were let go this week. I think it's so interesting. Take that, that as you will. I think it's interesting that we like normally every, every release schedule that has happened, has been main roster or one brand, 
second brand NXT corporate people. This one, we had the report early in the day of the pre- the dude who was there for 15 years was like super well liked, super well respected in corporate, and he got fired. And people saying, "Yeah, well, we if he could get yeah. if he could get fired, anybody could get fired." And then eight, what is it, 18 people from every every brand other than NXT UK, which I still don't think Nick Khan knows exists. Because somehow NXT UK's roster keeps on growing, um, yeah, right? but that's nobody like, watches it. Um, <laughs> that seems like the safest place to work. Right yeah, now in like, WWE. I think there's a reason Walter doesn't want to move to America and come to NXT. It's because yeah, that's fair. <laughs> honestly, he won't get released. Uh, and he is one time he showed up to main roster. <laughs> Oh my god! Didn't he, <laughs> he lose? Did he lose right away at the Survivor Series match? Yeah, right? he, he, he was eliminated he, first. Yeah, he, uh, he. I don't think he, he. He was either first or second, but I think I'm pretty he sure he was first. I think he was in the match for two minutes or something like that. Oh my and god! And like, I th- he might have faced off with like Samoa, like it was somebody big. It might have been Samoa Joe. I uh, believe like, it was Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Okay, mm. I knew it was somebody like a bigger boy. And like people were like, "Oh man, this is gonna be great." Tap out. Not even, not a pin, not like some screwy shit. Taps out. This is the man who was still holding at that point. There, the NXT yeah, their that top was title weird. was considered like the most dominant champion that that anybody in WWE had had since Pete Dunne, um, and even like, oh, that's 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 bizarre. Um. Speaking of Pete Dunne, is he even doing anything at this point? Wonder when he gets cut. That's I a big question. Don't know. I assume that he. Um, well, he resigned. resigned didn't yeah. he? Also, uh, yeah. just to clarify, uh, Walter did not tap out. He was pinned after he didn't oh. play more from McIntyre. I, for some reason, I thought he he tapped out. No, I just looked. Okay, that's one to but verify. My mistake. So we weren't. Yeah, but st- it, your point. No, your yeah. point still stands. Pinning him. Uh, in in that way at that time, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that wasn't even like built up Drew World Champ Drew yet. That was just regular Drew McIntyre. That was Drew with like Dolph Ziggler Drew, right? No, uh, this was after that. This was again. This was 2019. So this was right before Drew's build to Brock. So he's still mm. a heel at this point. I want to say this is while Drew was like either in the process of turning babyface or had just turned. Um, I could, I really don't remember. Again, this was 2019. I, I do not remember Survivor Series. Yeah, also, I, I, I want to point but out. Re- regardless, the point is Walter should never have been pinned like yeah. that. I, I also think it was weird that like, they literally just flew him out for this. Like he was just mm-hmm. like, like he didn't do anything for NXT. It was just this lose doesn't stay leaves. Never mention again on main roster. Agree. All right, Joey, what were you going to say? Oh, yeah, back to the releases. Uh, back to uh, BFAB. Uh, I don't think we talked about this, but she literally signed a new deal a week ago. I saw Alvarez. That Brian, yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah, that's it's insane, dude. Um, Makes again. So, hey, man, me saying Pete Dunne isn't safe. Dude, that's, yeah. like, that's like me like getting a raise at Aldi, and then like a week later, like, hey, listen, bud, listen, uh, we're going to let you go. Listen, yeah. Bucko. Yeah, <laughs> um, we just we just made you 
something big. You're yeah, out of like here. Your shit raised for a week. Just scrolling through Twitter, uh, the the Hollywood Hangman Adam Pierce parody account tweeted out. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to that page. <laughs> he's a good follow. He has good tweets. He's, yeah, he's. Um, but he he tweeted out saying that Tony Khan is in a, a shitty spot here. It's already hard as fuck to uh, manage the extremely deep and talented AEW talent roster as is. And the market now has camp misses like Bandito, Brody King, Keith Lee floating around with the contract expirations of Kevin Steen, Sami Zayn, uh, Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly all looming. Um, that's a good point. Um, all of these people can't end up in AEW and likely yeah, won't. It's, right. it's going to come down to a matter of who but, do you sign. But as Tony Khan, he, it's probably so tempting. It is It is 100% tempting, but there is also the thing now where let's say Kyle O'Reilly doesn't go to AEW and signs with New Japan. AEW does have a working relationship with New Japan, and I don't think O'Reilly would be just jumping to fly over to Japan. He'd likely be doing the strong stuff and whatnot, yeah. and he could still show up in AEW. And likely again, that's where I think that partnership really helps out. Agreed. Having have and again, all of these companies, they're all in positions where again, these people are likely going to need jobs, and there's plenty of promotions that can offer them. Um, like what so, you said earlier, Pat. Like a, a lot of these, like. You know, free. I want to say like freelancers, but a lot of these guys that are signed to a company that are allowed to have partners with other companies. If they don't have anything to do in that company, they can just jump over to the other company. In WWE, you can't like you like you mentioned, you can't do that. You know, so like if they have nothing for you in WWE, you're just sitting in the back doing nothing. Like like you mentioned earlier on the podcast. So yeah, I think exactly. That really like benefits uh, a wrestler to work for a company that you know has a partnership with multiple promotions um so yeah like i feel like uh, a good example would be like um i don't know like whoever signed to like i don't know who's tjp signed to he's a freelancer he's not, freelancer. He's not okay. oh yeah so he's a freelancer so he just yeah he hops from here and there so um, we know where he's not anymore. He's not working with Impact, and that's always a good sign. No, and then you also have things like AW Dark and Dark Elevation, where they bring in a lot of unsigned talent to give them paydays and work their shows. And I yeah. think there again, there's people like some of the lesser named, like big name people in these releases, like a Jesse Kamea yep. or a Katrina Cortez, could very easily come in and because again, Dark is based in Florida, where a lot yeah. of these people live now. Yeah, um, and, I think and I think we'll see B Fab on Dark. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't be shocked. It depends on if she stays in wrestling because, again, she yeah. I believe she's done stuff before wrestling as well. She so. was a music artist, yeah. Yeah, uh, um, I also want I, I, I know the last time there were releases, I asked this question. Um, when the first batch of releases happened in 20, like during the pandemic, like the I'd say the breakout star from that would have to be take Conti, like the su- breakout surprise. Star yeah, oh, absolutely. 100%. Who do you th- 100%. If, out of these names, is there anybody on that list that you're like, this could be the, su- the next surprise, like the big surprise for some company. I'd say take Conti and Deanna would be the two like break, like people who like way yeah. outperformed what they did in NXT. Um, sure. Again, Mia Yim has been considered a great wrestler for years, but if you're just looking at what she's done since 2018 of being in WWE, I feel like Mia Yim has yeah. a pretty good claim to that because for the past two years, she's done absolutely nothing. Right. Um, Keith Lee, again, has loads of fans behind him, but again, 
aside from winning the NXT title, man did pretty much nothing during his WWE time. Hold on, hold on. Because you said that, don't forget that they built well, he was this, double champ, hold on, remember. hold on. Yeah, they we did talk about that. built this man up extreme. He was the biggest person that they built up in that NXT Survivor Series. Yeah. He literally mm-hmm. pinned Seth Rollins and then had a pretty decent, like a three, uh, over three minute just solo match with, with Roman, Roman Reigns after. Yeah. With then Roman holding Keith Lee's hand up after the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, if, also, if, the person who I was thinking of that they called in solely for that uh, from NXT for this uh, to just tap out was Tony Storm, uh, who came in oh, and yeah, tapped out go. to Natty and Sasha Banks at the same time. There you go. And had no um, In terms of like somebody who's like a, a lesser name, I think um, I really again I really I really don't know. Um, I'll, I'll go. I'll go Jesse Kamea. Why not? That'll right. that'll be my pick. I'll stick with a, a woman. I was gonna say Jesse, or you already know who I have to say. Camden's own Lindsay Dorado. Okay, uh, Joey. Uh, I'm gonna go with that one girl we talked about. Who, who her only her only match at XT was a oh, Z- against Tony Storm. Yeah, Zeta Ramirez. Yeah, because again, uh, she's a she's a pretty big name in uh like an in, like indie like in Booker's uh promotion um, oh is that the girl who like surprisingly beat tony i believe so yeah yeah, okay. yeah. and yeah. that was her that was only her, match it was her only match yep it was a win <laughs> so hey at least you got a win right like, yeah so, uh, i can definitely see her it's a, bizarre, okay. <laughs> it's a bizarre one um an hour ago tony Khan tweeted out saying it's thursday uh you know what that means i'd like to thank you fans who watched dynamite last night we'll be live tomorrow night for friday uh, for rampage at 10, um, and he says, I also plan to stack the pre-show dark card uh, to thank the St. Louis fans for their loyalty. Uh, so I oh. don't know if this is them taping like a, an episode of Dark or, or if they're just doing Dark matches and he's going to bring in some people. Yeah, um, maybe some ROH guys. Oh, and one minute ago, GCW has just announced Blake Christian is back December 4th and December 17th. <laughs> so Blake Christian is already back. Damn, there. got him on speed dial. I love um, that. So uh, he hey will man, be good on GCW for like, I feel like GCW at this point has to be the biggest promotion in America that doesn't have a TV deal. Oh, GCW is 100% like uh, the, the one of the hottest things in wrestling right now. I would say um, that, like GCW yeah. at this point is possibly like i i want to say as big i'd say they're bigger than mlw at this point uh i would say at least they have enough they have more hype than mlw yes. people really like and gcw is on fire and they're doing a lot of big stuff yeah um, and they've got that hammerstein show for everybody yeah the hammerstein show that they have is going to be a big one yeah um but so yeah december 4th in dallas and december 17th in uh la blake christian is back in gcw nice so you said December fourth. Yes. Oh, so that's literally thirty days from today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Waste no time. That's, that's literally the first day he can wrestle. Great on him. Uh, yeah. So that is that's that. This was a much longer podcast than I think we planned for, but uh, it was very in depth and we got a lot done. So. Um, yeah, and again, like Ryan said, if there's any more release news or anything uh, in the coming days, we'll probably hear about it from him and Angelo, or just him, or whatever. Yeah. So, 
thank you for joining us. If you haven't already, All, subscribe to the did, podcast. Did we, did we point out that who hasn't been released still? Oh, yeah, Jackson Riker's still in the company. Crazy. <laughs> when was the last time Jackson Riker had a match? And this <laughs> I could not tell you. He appears in the 24-7 segments, so that's... That's you know must see television, and he's clearly hey man somebody who John needs Morrison to be there. Also in the twenty four seven picture. So, um, when does John Morrison leave and come back to Impact? That's, that's I was honestly shocked that Morrison wasn't in this. When I saw that Frankie Monet got released, and then they yeah. started releasing main roster people, I was pretty certain Morrison was going to be in there. The only uh, reason yeah. he's not is because they're advertising him for that <laughs> for the, the UK tour right now. Yeah. So oh, that's going on right now, isn't it? Oh, shit. Yeah. Maybe maybe when they if, come back. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. That's actually an interesting point that they could release because they, they would not release somebody who's over there. Yeah, because like, how are they coming back? <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be shocked. That's, that's, that's sad, really but good that's, 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 that's a good point that if there are more releases, or it could be they wouldn't, sometime. they wouldn't do it right now because it's 2 o'clock in the morning or 1 o'clock no, in the morning. But, but still, again, I just don't think they would do it while they're over there. That's fair. Yeah. But I, if if you're somebody who's on that UK tour, I feel like that has to be awful. Uh, yeah. To think about if you see rumors that there could be more releases, and knowing that you're when you find out to... your wife is fired while you're Oof. sleeping, uh, yeah. yeah, that's so. gotta be hella rough. Yeah. Again, we mentioned it before you got in here, but the uh, morale in the backstage has to be pretty fucking bad. Um. Yeah. Uh. Uh, it's got to be real rough backstage uh, or, you know, anywhere. Like, because mm-hmm. at this point, like, I mean, this this wasn't a lot. Like, it, the one thing I'd say about this list is none of them were huge. Like, they were, they were big names, but none of them were like, oh, man, this is somebody who's, like, in the world title picture or in the IC title picture. Like... Everybody else is just kind of chilling. Um, so I guess if you're in a title picture or like doing something with your life, um, you're not going to be taken out. So whoever's in the title pictures right now, be happy or safe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay. again, I guess I should point out that. Oh my god, this guy! No, I was going to say that it, everybody in title pictures are currently overseas, so it would make sense why none of them got fired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's going to do that's it. it. Uh, thank, thank you for joining us. Um, we'll be back with more podcasts this weekend, and then next week leading into full gear. So. Be sure, uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to, and we'll talk to you guys next time.